It's like the illest posse cup right here, man. Sean Watts on the track. Zeus, Don One, Woo Boy, Quill, The Gift, and yours truly, Fred Nuts. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow. Fred DiBiase got the power in the dough. If it's a problem, let me know where I suggest you let it go. Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your jail. Home, man. Please don't make me hurt you. Disrespect the ball, say you treat it like Virgil. Cause when I write raps, it's beyond your price tag. He's a waste of man. People, we are back. We are back. It is Monday, and welcome to Around the Blocks with Mike Knox. Here on the Unpopular Review Show. And let me just start off in respecting my father and, and many other ones out there. Happy Memorial Day here in this beautiful country of ours. I got my top dad shirt on because, woo, my name is Mike Knox. And yes, I spell name with three X's because dads are hardcore. Come on now. Listen, last night we were blessed to be, uh, you know what, let me take that back. I'm not sure if I was blessed, okay? The wrestling world, you know, if, if, the, if the shoe fits, or in this case for some of you people out there who are my size, if the title belt fits, then go ahead and wear it, okay? So maybe AEW last night was for you. Was it for you? Was it for you? Was it for you? That is the question I have for you today on the Round the Blocks with Mike Knox. Listen, guys, a lot to discuss on this smorgasbord of wrestling that we've been blessed with this past weekend. And I'm just going to start it off right here right now. If you do not like what I have to say, listen anyway, because I guarantee you this is the show the pros, itons, ayatollahs, and rock and rollers listen to. And this is the show for the intelligent wrestling fan. So just follow me. So last night, and I'm going to go back even further before last night. I'm going to go to their go-home show that came on Friday night at 10 p.m. Yes, after the biggest wrestling superstar in the world and his family, Roman Reigns, appeared on SmackDown, AEW, because they had to. The NBA playoffs is on, right? The NBA is going to trump AEW, right? So it came on Friday at 10 o'clock, and I will say this much. I was impressed. It's what got me hyped for the pay-per-view. Now, I'm going to be honest in this review is that's what I always done. That's why I do what I do because I tell the truth. I'm not getting paid by Vince. I'm not getting paid by Tony. Hell, my wife doesn't even pay me. So here go. It's just my honest and raw opinion, guys. It's why I spell my name with three X's. Fellas, it's not my fault. If you don't speak loud and you don't make her get loud, that's your fault. But I'm going to show you why it works this way. Last night's pay-per-view was good. People have used the word great, phenomenal, and I say, what lane do you fit in, right? For me, as everybody knows, hashtag wrestling is storyline. That's going to always be where I go with this, okay? So as far as I'm concerned, when wrestling is storyline, AEW, guess what? They're doing a good job with that. I cannot sit here and tell a lie. They are, okay? So... But I was hyped for this pay-per-view. I was excited for this pay-per-view. And then this pay-per-view happened. Okay? And so we got the first match of the night, which anybody who knows me, I am a Hangman Page fan. He is the reason, personally, along with Cody Rhodes, which all you guys, people hate all of a sudden. Okay? Is the reason why I truly tune in for AEW along with, like, um, Death Triangle, uh, DMD, and a few others. You know, I'm not the biggest MJF fan like you guys are. I'm not a Mark. Well, I do Mark at moments, and I have Mark out moments. Shit, I got belts on. I am a Mark. I'm just not a Mark for MJF, okay? So I, I sit back, and, and I watch this match, and I'm going, damn. Cage, you big steroid freak, you. you you're too big, in my opinion, to do the moves he's doing. I'm sorry. If you guys want to go back into history and talk about why guys like Shawn Michaels, my favorite wrestler, but a lot of people can't stand him, including a friend of the program, Mr. Ahmed Johnson, says, you know, he was told, hey, big guys shouldn't do moves like that. And now I get maybe he didn't understand that. You know what? Excuse me. As a wrestling fan, I kind of understand that. Like, it happened later in the night with um, 
uh, the Mohawk guy, you know, he, he, I, you know, Lance Archer doing the uh, thing he's going to do old school. And he does a backflip. To me, seven-foot guys, big muscle-bound guys like Scott Steiner, you know, your favorite math teacher's teacher, should not do certain things. They should be strictly power moves. Now, with that put aside and my personal preference put aside, it was a great way to open up the show. I tweeted that it's such – and, again, I'm a hangman page mark, and I'd like to have seen him maybe win differently than with the, with the flip over Lariat, but I understand, hey, to me, he's Magnum TA 2.0. We've never seen a Magnum, two, uh, Magnum TA 2.0 from our OAH fans out there of NWA. The coaches we may have got might have been the natural Dustin Rhodes, but it never came to fruition. So, good match. Winner of this match, Hangman Page, right? And then we got who I think, speaking about, you know, Mr. Lance Archer, the guy who AEW, if they're smart, but let's see how smart they are. This is the guy they put the rocket ship to. This is the guy that you want to go and say, hey, you put the, the strap to Miro. You got rid of the dumb best friend gimmick. It was stupid. Okay, it didn't work. I get you trying to make it work. And here's my problem with AEW. And, I'm, and this is where I know I lay and where I lie. AEW, to me, has to stop catering to the indies. Okay, I've said it. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm here saying it. You are trying to be next level. And in being next level, you need to act next level. And acting next level means doing next level things, which means you leave bingo hall tactics, things that you do in your parents' backyard tactics, things you do at carnival tactics to get the crowd over who's the homegrown talent over alone okay it got to be left alone and and that's the problem i have with AEW. and i'll get back to that part of last night later but again first match hangman page great match okay including i don't even like cage he put in a good performance i don't like what he's going with leaving team taz because i mean hell team taz as a whole just sucks anyway so maybe it's gonna just break them all up because frankly you can take all four of them some bitches turn that some bitch sideways and send that bitch to the moon to the moon because they're trash. I'm sorry, Team Taz, your ass. But Miro is not trash. Lance Archer, some people don't like him. I'm a fan of him. Is that because, you know, friend of the program? Maybe. I don't know. You know, what's going on, Lance? You know, but I am a fan of Miro. You know him as Rusev. You guys drop the ball. Yes, but I say you people. I don't mean you, you know, you blacks or whites or Asians, whoever you know, you want to categorize. You people in the wrestling world means you wrestling fans who act like you're a Rusev fans, but you were not until he was on his way out the door and got the shovel. So now you want to come on on the horsey and ride this on ride like he be riding Lana at night. You heard him say, I, I, don't, I don't, I just, I just work here. I just, I, I go, I don't, I, my home isn't here. My home is at home with Lana. Okay. Now, if you seen a movie I seen with her on Cinemax, you know she sold some coke off somebody's movies. Man, I'm just saying, if you ain't watched the movie, go look it up. But anyway, we talk about this match, and Miro is the man. I'm sorry, I'm, 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 you got to put the strap to him. He's a monster. He's a beast. There's nothing he can't do. Besides, he's not the greatest talker. That's why Lana's contract got to end, or you got to pair somebody with him. Now, think about this, and I'm just looking at the picture that's in front of me. It even dawned on me until literally right now. Jake the Snake with Miro would be incredibly awesome because the shit that Jake talks, Miro can back it up. Not that Lance can't, but Lance is not the star or has the star potential that Miro has. He's older. He's let's be real, Lance. He's he's done the New Japan thing. He's he's never quite gotten to the next step of reaching for the brass ring, proverbially anyway, if you will, so to speak. That wrestling world say you have to reach for. And again, I get the indie world that AEW tries to keep, but he's not that guy. Miro is. You put him with Jake the Snake and and and, and to the moon. Uh, with that being said, moving on and this night, winner of the match, Miro, right? And then I got a little disappointed, right? Because the internet bitched and complained. But what else is neat, right? This is what they do, right? The internet bitched and complained because it was like, no, Cody's booking himself to win again. Cody's booking himself to win again. What what is he supposed to do? Triple H did it. Shawn Michaels did it. Bret Hart did it. All your favorite, favorite wrestlers who are your favorite wrestlers all did it. So when people tell me he's booking himself to go over, <laughs> you're a fan of the NWO, ain't you? 
They booked themselves for three years to go over. Didn't hear you bitching then. Wrestling fans, do me a favor. Become intelligent again. Watch wrestling like you were when you were a kid and stop fucking catering to trying to know so much about the business and call yourself a smart mark. That's why Johnny Moxley's shirt where he's pointing to himself with the old John Mill from CZW. Mark, that's the best shirt out right now because you are one. Just, just calm it down a little bit. That's why I can pick up this phone and I can call some people that I know in the business because I'm not a mark for them like that. Moving on to this match. Listen, anybody watch, um, what's the Amazon show? that come on with the superheroes, it, it, the boys, right? I think it's called The Boys. And then my kids watch this show called My Hero Academia. And it's like Cody Rhodes seen them and merged his outfit together, and that's who he came out with on this night. And I love the robe. I love – I'm going to tell you why I love that Cody won this match. I'm going to tell you why. I, it's their WrestleMania, okay? So if you looked at last night – and you guys didn't bitch about nobody else winning. The elite all won last night. Every member of the elite won last night. Okay? So if you're not going to bitch about your punk-ass superstar, Kenny Omega, then don't bitch about the guy who put all this together in Cody fucking Rhodes. Okay? The American fucking dream, Cody fucking Rhodes. Rest in peace, Dusty Rhodes. Wrestling fans, you cry too much. You just do. Okay? This is a good match. The future is here. With this, with this, you know, just too many factions in AEW. First of all, this guy should be by himself. Shout out to Lance Anawaii, fan of the program as well, getting his chops in the battle royal later on in that night. Winner of this match again, Cody freaking Roach. Then we got, we did get the, I don't, I don't have that image up. And that, no, I got it right here. Here it is. Uh, the worst wrestler in professional wrestling, okay, in Kenny Kingston. And John Moxley, who I'm a huge fan of, always will be a fan of John Moxley. Been a fan of him since I watched him in CEW in Philadelphia uh, these many, many, many moons ago. And then the team that I used to love, that all you guys think are the best tag team in the world, that I finally come to my senses on like Friday, that I realize they're not that damn good. I I'm sorry you don't want to hear this, okay? Wrestling fans, and I know I seem like I pick on you guys a lot because, frankly, I do. Thank you, Scott. I am a fucking stud. So she said too. But I'm watching this. <laughs> and all wrestling fans talk about is the technical prowess of someone like, you know, uh, Bret Hart, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero. Then last night, Jim Ross, who I thought, you know, he, he got to make up for some mistakes he made last week and saying things like Randy Orton's the best wrestler in the world. So he said the best brother tag team of all time. The Hardy. I mean, <laughs> it is the Hardy Boys, right? But he said, he said, you know, uh, the Young Bucks. And I'm sitting here watching the Young Bucks. They do a lot of high spots and nothing but kicks. And I'm trying to figure out why you think they're that damn good. Yes, they're funny. Their stick hasn't completely, you know, gotten sour on me. So it's not that. I'm, I'm judging solely off of in-ring ability. Yes, they sell. Some of the time. Right? What's great about the Young Bucks? Comment below. Let me know. Winner of this match, still tag team champions. I just told y'all the whole entire elite one. No one bitched about that. There you go, the Young Bucks. Then, which came on later on, but it's here in my pictures now, so you're going to get it right now. We got, and that's where I let it go, right? This is where I sit back and I become a wrestling fan and not a hater as I drink my, none of your business in my cup. It's pretty tasty, by the way. Sting, the man called Sting, and Darby Allen, who I become a huge fan of, and the the Scorpio Sky, and, and, and these guys, and everybody. I'm gonna say this right. I got into an argument today, and that's why I came to this segment. I was a post in one of these wrestling groups I'm in, right? And the the post read, the post read. What was a moment in wrestling that brought you to tears, right? Or what happened in wrestling that brought you to tears? And instantly, I just started to read comments. And I, I keep it real with you guys. I never, ever, ever post in wrestling groups. I just don't. I, I've, I've been in wrestling. I'm in so many wrestling groups that it gets it, it gets overwhelming. 
frankly honest. And and then the conversation that gets turned disrespectful for no reasons. It, it's just not fun like it was a few years back. So I don't really comment in wrestling groups. I, I see what somebody posts, their memes, things like that. They're sharing their experiences out in public, things like that. They got a show. That's the stuff I will, you know, participate in. But I just found this one intriguing for some odd reason. I'm taking a shit in the morning, right? You're taking a shit, you just read stuff, right? So I'm scrolling and I'm just reading the comments. And I'm not going to lie. Again, this is where maybe I'm wrong for this, right? That's why I wish DJ was here today because maybe I'm wrong for this. I don't think so, but hey, maybe I'm wrong. And a couple of people were like, um, I personally, when Kofi Kingston won, I was brought to tears. No offense, a bunch of Caucasian wrestling fans. And I was like, mm, why? Why did Kofi winning bring you to tears? It's like the, the moment, the moment. And I said, the moment? What that moment mean for you? You're a Caucasian. It meant it was our moment. So what, what do you mean? It's, it's It was a moment that made you cry. And I was, you know, I got all kind of backlash for it. I don't give two shits. But I brought that up to bring this up because AEW fans will have you sit out here and go, they're the greatest organization. They're doing this. They're doing that. Well, the culture, the culture, if you will, so to speak, was moved forward in the WWE of all companies, right? Lord Almighty, the WWE did something right. And that was put over black talent. Where is the black representation in AEW? Sting won this match. Now, I guarantee you, if Sting was winning it in this same match against newer, trying to get pushed talent in the WWE and won this match, and I get Darby Allen's on the side, you guys would have had something to say about it because it's old-ass Sting. And I have nothing against Sting. I'm a fan more of the 80s Sting. Oh, that was my guy. But I get it. I love Sting like the rest of them. Maybe not as much as some of you. But to what does God say? I don't check Caucasians. I check clear. <laughs> I check clear. Okay. So, but where is the black representation at for AEW? Scorpio Sky was getting a big push. Didn't he win the little the ladder match thing to be like the next thing? And then he's right back down here. And I get some would say, well, he's on the card with staying in this third WrestleMania. Yeah, I get that too. It's exposure. Okay. I understand that also. But because of that exposure, Maybe Darby Allen should have got the win and not staying. That's all I'm saying, guys. Moving on from that, wasn't pleased with this match at all as well. Then we were introduced to another highlight of the night. First of all, let me say this. As a belt king myself, the AEW Women's Championship will probably be the first women's championship I purchase. It is, it is throwback to like the early 60s and 50s and championships. It just looks really good. The the lettering on it, the, the print of it. As a belt king, this is a must belt to have. And we all, this, this was just a writing on the wall because Dr. Britt Baker had to win this match. The rocket ship has been pushed to her. Once, once she had the match and her face was all bloodied up, it, it was nothing else she was not going to be able to go out there and do. It just wasn't. She was going to do whatever, whatever, you know, she was over. As my man says on, 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 on NXT, to the moon is DMD. She cut this promo on Friday about eras, and I thought she was going to mention the women. And she mentioned Stone Cold's era. And then she said, no, it's now the era of the DMD. And I'm going to say this much, okay, because, frankly, she's the best thing in that company, and they better not lose her. That's all I'm saying. Great match won by her. She's now the new champion of AEW, AEW Women's Champion. And what a great, great, great. It really was a good match put on. Then we had the Casino Royale match. Um, I, I don't know about this match. Here's the thing. And I'm not picking on I'm, I'm trying so hard, guys, not to be hypocritical, to, to be fair. Battle Royals are my favorite things in the world. They really are my favorite things. I am a battle royal freak to the core, okay? But in this kind of a match, it's about the winner of the match, and it's about the surprises in the match. Their only surprise that anyone gave two shits about, not one, not two, but two shits about, was Mr. Leo Rush showed up. I'm a nobody poses like you, Bobby. I get that. When I said at first Leo should win this match, I go, nah, Leo can't 
just go straight to the championship. That doesn't even, I don't think he's groomed. He's not ready for that yet. So I'm watching the final comp- competitors in the match. And it's Christian Cage and it's Luke Perry's son. Okay, Jungle Boy. I, I cheer for him because that's Luke Perry's son. No other reason. Okay. Again, this is where earlier in the program I brought up about the bingo hall mentality. Where the fuck is Jungle Boy winning a goddamn match against Kenny Omega for the title? Sting just went over on Scorpio Sky. But, I mean, (laughs) Christian can't win this battle royal. He loses to Luke. Rest in peace. I wear wear dark gray bands just for your daddy. Okay? I'm a fan of Jungle Boy. But this is like Zach Gowan going against Brock Lesnar in a sense. I'm just saying, guys, this is ridiculous to have Jungle Boy win this match. That right there, boop, drop the ball. Completely drop the ball. <sighs> guys, <laughs> I, I, I just, I just you, you AEW fans make it hard to cheer for your organization. But thank God for this main event that some I read didn't like, which I don't understand, Okay. I am not the biggest Kenny Omega guy. I call him Seth Rollins 2.5. Okay. I think if, if you think he's good, I think Seth is that much better. Okay. And honestly, because everybody likes something I hate against. That's why I hate the Lakers, the, the Celtics, the, the Boston Red Sox, the Yankees, the Cowboys, shit like that. It's too easy to be. If you're from New York, you should be a Mets fan because that's a real fan. You know how easy it is to be a Yankees fan? You know how easy it is to be a Lakers fan? You win all the time. It ain't hard. I'm from Chicago. I'm a Cubs fan. 107 years. That shit's hard. Vinny Yankee fan isn't. Okay? But this match went hard. Okay? Pack is my guy. Orange Cassidy is becoming somebody I'm really fucking fucking with. And last night, <laughs> Omega did his thing. This is the kind of match Kenny Omega should be in. I love Moxley. He shouldn't be going against Kenny Omega. Omega is a technical, not like the Young Bucks. He can go. He can wrestle any style. I thought this was incredibly freaking good last night. I really did. Guys, question in the comments. I will get to them momentarily. I promise we'll just get to this. I got people backstage ready to talk as well. Just thank you. One more match. This match was great. One and still champion, Mr. Uh, Kenny freaking Omega. Then we had, again, I get it. Last year's stadium stampede was it was crazy, especially when you saw the bullshit the WWE pulled off with the damn um, food fight. It's like they had a food fight. We're going to have a bar fight and everybody knows bar fights win. Right. So even the, the, the moment with the car where Cavaro chased down the, 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 the minus 10 and, and all that, this match just didn't deliver. Yeah, it had some great moments. It had some. Let me rephrase that. It had some good moments in it. I thought the pinnacle would lose this match. Um, just because the promos that were cut on Friday, like you're all trying to kind of saying goodbye, the entrance coming out. I mean, this was the week that Owen Hart passed away coming on from the ring, but here they coming out the stadium. Wow. It was a hell of an entrance. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. Hell of an entrance by the pinnacle Jericho with your one arm. How the hell you hold on to that? I don't know. Jericho just continues to be Chris Jericho. He's an all time hall of famer. He's got it. He's not my top 25, but if he's in your top 10, I understand because wrestling is, um, uh, it's personal. Right, how you feel about wrestling is personal. I think everybody should take, you know, understand wrestling and that knowledge is about what it means to you. So, but Jericho, yet again, fantastic. I, I, I'm just not a fan of, you know, none of the inner circle or the pinnacle. I, I'm just not a fan of it. It's just, it's, it's just, I'm not a fan. So, um, when is it this match? The inner, the circle of inner, we move on from that. So, at this moment, and I'll bring your question to comments in, I'm gonna get my man, uh, Evil Dos, Jeff, are you here, buddy? I am well. I'm excited to be around the blocks with Mike Knox. This is the the show with soul. I am the (laughs) soul sucker, Evil (laughs) Dos. Well, sucker, welcome to the program. Just don't suck my blood. But um, you've seen all the talk and everything that's going around right now um, about AEW. Your thoughts... um, on, on just the experience of the weekend and, and, and what you've taken from everybody and what you've read and things like that and, and from last night. In order of importance, yeah, I think the fans' back was enormous. Yeah, absolutely. So missed us to have a packed house. I know that they're only about 5,000 seats still, 
amazing. It was great to see. Uh, fans really are the 12th man in wrestling. It, it just is. It just is. Secondly, your point about that AEW fans do the most damage to AEW than anyone else is exactly right. The height of exuberance about everything being epic, 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 epic is crazy. Not everything is epic. It's a good promotion. It's not the greatest promotion of all time. It's a good promotion. It's got a lot of potential. They're really good about dangling just Mm -hmm. enough on the hook to keep you coming in and keep you coming in, and they deliver just enough. They have tons of potential, but a lot of things that we criticize other promotions for, people getting lost in the shuffle, storylines dying on the vine, people getting buried, it all happens. That said, the show last night was fun. This This was a ton of fun. There were some weak links. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on, on a lot of the points you've made. Um, and I also thought that the main event, um, meaning the title match, not not the cinematic match, which was three-quarter uh-huh. cinematic. I like those, though. I think old people should do those. Just, just like I thought, I thought Taker could stay around for another three years for cinematic matches, personally. I'm with you. And, and all that does is make me sad that we didn't get Taker Sting in a cinematic match as rivals and then as, as uh, teammates. Now, uh, Abel Dose, let me just answer a question right there. And my man, Christopher Epps, and I know he's a huge AEW guy. Chris, if you got time, inbox me. I'll bring you in and get you your opinions if you, if you feel like you want to talk and get your things out uh, uh, publicly. Because I know you personally, I know we, we, you know, we, we butt heads in the wrestling world, but I respect you enough to bring you on. And, okay, I didn't know about the thing about Sting, but you just posted the one thing about um, how is Christian putting over a younger guy dropping the ball. And I'm going to tell you why it's dropping the ball. Because putting somebody – this is the problem with wrestling fans, what you guys don't understand. It's a business. It's not a, it's not a friends list. It's not about making us happy and what we think should happen. It's a bingo hall mentality because he's not believable to beat someone for a, a heavyweight championship. Yes, I know, I know and I appreciate how they – I love the, the rating systems of their wins and losses. I really do. So you, you go by that and you go, oh, this guy should be there. But at the same time, let's look at Jungle Boy. Let's look at him. Let's look at his. This isn't someone. I mean, I know people gonna say, "Well, whoa, Ray Mysterio." That was unbelievable then. But all we get today is wrestling fans saying, "That's not real. That's not real. This is whack. This is corny. This is that." It's about being believable, right? And you, I always tell people, especially when it comes to baby products. I know you're one of the guys who hate the fiend, and I've mentioned this. Hey, suspend your disbelief. Because if you can suspend your disbelief for the Undertaker, why not for the fiend, right? So I get it. Looking at Jungle Boy, suspend my disbelief. I can't. It's like when I watch. Eddie Kingston in the ring. My guy told me last night, oh, he likes it because he looks normal. No, that's why he looks bad. Kevin Owens looks normal. What can Kevin Owens do? He can wrestle his ass off and look normal. Kenny Kingston can't wrestle his ass off. So he just looks normal. That's that's bingo home mentality. This is your WrestleMania. And on your WrestleMania show, you have a Royal Rumble S match to give you the next contender for the championship. And a guy that really shouldn't be condemning his lucha source is going to turn on him any moment okay this is why it's not that they dropped off because if chris man lost to insert sammy cavaro i get it sammy cavaro's been having that push his mouth his mouth work his mic work is believable enough that's putting over a young guy but putting over somebody who's not believable that's my problem go ahead evil dos first of all i know christopher epps too What's up, Christopher Epps? How you doing, man? He is indeed an AEW fan, but he's a, he's a good guy. Actually, I'm seeing a lot of familiar names out there from the universe. The man, wrestling me Chris, world me, is... me and Chris has been, he's been part of my network for about 10 years. So we, we go way back, man, this, this joker. The wrestling world is small, and that's what we have to keep in mind. It's small, and if you want to get it bigger. I have no problem with Orange Cassidy. I have no problem with Darby Allen. I have no problem with Sammy Guevara. I have no problem with, with Jungle Boy. Well, that's not entirely true. Um, <laughs> I have he's a problem. He's Luke Perry's son. Uh, well, believe me, <laughs> I never miss an episode of 90210 in real time. I'm that old. But I will say this. Having all of your top faces or four of your six top faces all looking like that at the same time is a mistake. Because, remember NBA Twitter? They're not your enemy. They are the customers you want to attract. You can't have people looking at the screen and laughing just because you think the wrestler is relatable or you think it's funny or it's awesome. Have two of your underdogs. That's fine. Pick two. Rotate. Bailey's losing this year. She won everything last year. It's okay. It's wrestling. Stories recycle. People get turns. But 
I agree with you. The when they say, "Hey, he looks like me," I agree. With you. My line about Kingston is that from the neck up, he's fabulous. From the <laughs> neck down, he looks like everybody's uncle who shows up once a year at the barbecue, doesn't bring anything, and he borrow he bums money for smokes. That's it. And, and, and takes a plate home with him. That's right. <laughs> at least one. <laughs> smokes he's ever exercised is taking plates home. Hey guys. <laughs> Hold that thought. We're going to come back, finish up the AEW talk, get into what's going on, uh, what happened this past week, our favorite moments in wrestling. We you know, went a little bit long today. And, uh, and, and circle this thing out, guys. We'll be right back here on the Unpopular Review. I came out and said, listen, I, I, you know, I, I sort of like you, kid. I'm trying to find someone to be basically my protege, to has, has the right swag. The million dollar legacy. The million, right, the million dollar legacy. And he's building up to something. They get interrupted by someone. L.A. Knight. Yeah. You. So L.A. Knight comes in, he steals the shine, and they point out, he's got a million-dollar body, he's got a million-dollar voice, he's got a good look, he's got some swag. And Cameron Grimes is like, hey, Pop, what happened, what happened to me? Dad, we were having a moment here, we were talking. Yeah, I guess it's, uh, I don't know, the, the stepkid looks pretty good, and, you know, I'm married to his mother, so, you know, uh, you know I'm going to take you for granted. Go away, boy. And Grimes like, no, Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight. You can't steal my Sean. You can't steal my papa. He's my papa. He's my papa. And the dog's mine too. And I'm going to kick your ass to the moon. To the moon. Yeah. What were your thoughts on like the whole Scorpio Sky thing? Because like I said, that whole scenario, why it was not like really funny, I really was laughing and I probably shouldn't have been laughing. But I felt like he was really like, he was that person like, fuck around and find out. Scorpio Sky was like, he's legit that, like, I feel like now every time I hear that saying, I'm going to just feel like a picture of him needs to be near. So like, just fuck around and find out Scorpio Sky right there. That's literally, <laughs> that's literally what I felt. Oh my God, he really just gave no shit. Like, he was like, I was like, yo, every time. <laughs> I, feel like, yeah, I was, like, was very taken aback when he said the story um, about the shivs. I'm like, so you telling me a murderer talked you off the ledge from trying to kill somebody in a different country. That's how far off the deep end you gotta be when a murderer is telling you that you are doing too much. Yeah, that's that's why I was laughing. And again, I know I should not be laughing at this. I should not be laughing. This was a very good, hard-hitting match from this week. Thank both of you because I knew it. In my opinion, Xavier Woods is one of, if not the most underrated wrestler in all of WWE. You do not get a chance to see how good he is because he's always in tag team matches. But the man is great. He's a he's really strong for what you might think he is. He's not as strong as Big E, but he's still very, very strong. He's not as quick as Kofi, but he's still very, very quick. Very, very athletic. And he and Riddle, I knew ever since I saw that they were going to have a match, which I already knew they were setting up for last week anyway. But I knew ever since I saw they were going to have a match, we were going to go out there and they were going to kill it. And they did a very good job. I love this match. And shout out to Matt Riddle. Not saying this because I'm being biased because I'm not. Matt has not really had a bad match just being on the main roster. He goes okay. out there. He has a good match with pretty much everybody. I'm telling you, the man's a star. Look I think I'm both Eddie and Mox. Yeah, they're both up there right now. What they're do you guys think of them as a team? I, I enjoy them as a team. I thought that the exploding the exploding shit was obviously really stupid at Revolution, but I was I like that story. I don't like how it was executed with the bomb, but the story that they had been telling for the last three to four months leading into that, and then even after that, I've I've enjoyed every single thing out of that, out of the story, and I think they're winning the belts. I don't like them too much, but I think I would like them better if I was high. <laughs> Didn't they take in the belts from the Bucks? I think it's a strong possibility. I won't say that for 100%. Like, I'm not as certain as I would say I'm 100% certain that uh, Roman Reigns was being Cesaro or WrestleMania. Wait, did you uh, say you would like him if he was high? <laughs> Speaking of high, apparently you just caught that joke five minutes later. Uh <laughs> Welcome back. Those are some of the many shows, uh, amongst others, you guys can catch here on the unpopular review show, the movie reviews. Listen, I get offended every time there's a movie show and I see the ad for it and I go, damn it, I want in on that movie. Because I just saw A Quiet Place 2. And just to give a little smidget away, I don't think it's many times a sequel's better than the first movie. This movie's better than the first movie. Okay. It 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 really and and, and because they show more of the creatures. 
Okay. It's why I believe it's better. It's just, it's, it's, it's just incredible. The first one starts off in day, what, 367, some shit like that. This starts off in day one and then jumps back to where we left off at. It's completely an amazing movie. Go ahead and go see it. Went to the movies for the first time since the pandemic, so I was really excited for that. I took my baby girl. Movies are back, y'all. I cannot wait. Well, Maverick coming out. Waited 35 years to see Top Gun 2. Yes, make fun of me all you want to. Mike Knox, who spells his name, you see right down the bottom of the screen with three X's, because I'm hardcore, because I can admit that I love Top Gun, and Crazy Rich Asians are some of my top movies of all time, okay? Come at me, bro. But back <laughs> but back to wrestling talk, and I, I, I gotta say this much, um, finishing up with AEW, overall, right? I like to give things belt grades, all right? I will give the show for what they put on four out of five AEW title matches. And this is why, even though some of the things wasn't for me, I understand pro wrestling. I'm an intelligent wrestling fan. I know the audience they're still catering to, although I think the mistakes they're making to, you know, to push the, to push the level that they talk about doing, I think they're dropping the ball with those things. No offense. May he rest in peace. I don't want to say nothing disrespectful or piss somebody off because I say the wrong thing about, cause that's nothing to do with Brody Lee, but the, the the dark order and even attack you know the, the there's just too many factions that don't do nothing in AEW to, to me it's just there just to give people a job and 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 that's not how you run wrestling okay it's, and I know people don't like the moniker I'm gonna just say this Raw is not a bad show because of the people on Raw it's just shit writing okay you look at the talent you're going how can it suck so bad you got all this talent here that's what makes it bad it's not that it's the guys are bad so I'm not putting the talent and AEW down, although I think they have too much of it over there, okay? Um, but overall, and then you have a big announcement. Um, again, and, it's, and it's, 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 it's the wrestling world. It's you, the wrestling fans, that put us in these predicaments. It's like when you watch a DC movie, you automatically compare it to Marvel because, damn it, it's just unfortunately what's in your head because that's how the world thinks. And so you compare things, even when you try not to compare things. And it's like if Randy Orton knew that he was going to send – Matt Hardy, Big Show, <laughs> who else? Now Mark Henry over to AEW, maybe he wouldn't have punted everybody so bad and made fun of him. <laughs> I don't know. But what are these guys doing in AEW? Just just, just keep it real here. Now I get they say Mark Henry's going to be a coach. I hope that's all he's doing. I hope that, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's the case, why announce it? Right? You're oh. announcing this, Evo uh, Dulce, just to get on the skin of Vince McMahon and say, hey, look, we got him as a coach because – there's coaches, all kinds of people and producers backstage that you guys don't know about. Epps, I, I accept your offer. Please check us out on, on other shows. Two, Evil Dose appreciates creatures. So good on that. Um, I think they also said Mark Henry's going to be doing commentary on Rampage. So you got the big show who's not a commentary doing commenta uh, commentary on Elevation. And they, and they made a big deal about him having his wrestling license and he doesn't wrestle yet. I mean, I think in the Casino Battle Royal would have been a great time to have someone like a Hobbs or a Camarado go look strong by, by putting out the big show. Um, so that was a squandered opportunity. And now Mark Henry. But maybe Randy, if he knew this was going to happen, would be punting people sooner rather right. than later. <laughs> who, who knows? He is a snake after all. Um, I don't know. Listen, I'm, I'm going to withhold judgment on the Mark Henry thing. But I did notice one thing. Everyone's making a big deal about little uh, – not little. <laughs> Freudian stuff. Leo Rush and Mark yeah. Henry the same night. Yeah, well, we got the AW. Mark Henry is all elite all over the place. Yeah, we didn't get any Leo Rush's all elite. He's, he you know, maybe he's going down the Ricky Starks, Brian Pillman path where he's going to work, 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 and then he'll get signed. Or maybe this was just a one off and he's back to MLW and uh, New Japan Strong and all the other things that he's been doing. I'm guessing it's the latter because he's a difficult guy to work with. Well, I, I do think when he got introduced, they did say that he was all elite in the introduction. But you're right, I haven't seen that moniker that he put together, the pictures that they show. So, you know, and anyone I probably find at this point, probably a fan-made one. I haven't, you know, but I'm not that in touch. So anybody who got that, let us know. Comment well, below. I, well, I am not, and, and I, I mean, just on your own oh, show. Yeah. But three people, other people were announced as getting contracts, and that was Mark Sterling, who I guess is Jade's manager, hopefully not for long, but is Jade's manager playing the ambulance chaser, chaser. and both members of Bear Country were okay. announced as, you know, as being two and three. Okay. Well, I like Jade, so but she should have me be her manager, and she would get over a lot more. Um, or Selena De La Renta. Yeah, anything but him. Um, but I, I like I like his character, just not how he portrays it, I guess necessarily. But um, my high points from last night, and I'm gonna move on. 
uh, DMD, uh, a performance we knew was coming. My only thing with the crying bit, uh, I've had this problem with even Sasha Banks in, in, in the WWE. If you cry every time you win a, a so-called big match, then what's actually a big match? You know what I mean? Like, I've seen Sasha Banks cry four or five times. Like, hello? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. So that wasn't a moment, especially a moment that we all knew. Like, those moments are great when you in this unexpected moment to win. Who didn't know Britt Baker was going to win this match last night? That's no right. against, again, not against her in the talent. A great match. Again, um, Hangman Page. I, I love the triple threat match. And the most people actually, what I thought was weird, did not like um, last night. But for me, those are the highlights of the night. Um, just, again, the bingo hall mentality that I think they, 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 they try to keep to make certain fanboys happy is annoying. You can keep that, but you kill kayfabe. I don't understand. You know Agreed. what I mean? Like you, if you if you're gonna you're gonna kill kayfabe, then kill the indie shit, right? If you're gonna keep kayfabe, then okay, keep the indie shit. Okay, I tell everybody all the time. Yes, I've seen guys like uh, uh, Charlie Hoss and the American Dragon, um, and, and guys like that before they got big. Okay, I'm talking about the American Dragon. For those who don't come out, Daniel Bryan. Okay, before they got big in ECW down there in Delaware, um, the Briscoes and things like that. Before they got bigger in Ring of Honor, things like that. I've witnessed these guys so. It's not against the bingo home man tell you they can't get talent there. But what steered me away from going to indie shows in my hometown was stuff like this. Okay. When, when you when you see where the big boys play, if you will, so to speak, you don't go backwards. All right. I'm not going to put Jordans on my feet and then all of a sudden say, oh, it's okay when you put back on some British Nikes. It makes no sense. Care <laughs> how damn retro you think they are. I'm not putting no damn British Nikes, no butter nickels, no Burger Kings on my feet. Okay. I shop. I shop so much I should speak Italian. Okay. But overall, AEW was dope. I'm sorry. I just said, oh, so Randall Orton. I thought I said Randall Cuttingham. I got excited. Whatever Randy Orton kills a legend, they all go to AEW. Uh, King Vaughn Jr. Absolutely. Because that's what they do. But AEW last night, if you liked it, congratulations. I give it a good score. I give it a four out of five their title belts because that belt, it's, it's an up-and-coming belt. It's a belt I'm going to purchase one day, okay? But for that, it, it, I just thought it wasn't the super phenomenal show that fans are out there trying to say that it has been last night, at least not to me. Um, but I will move on to talk about um, Friday Night SmackDown real fast, if I could, uh, NXT, and then what happens on Raw. Now, I was lucky and privileged enough to be at NXT last week um, to see – a, a lot of you guys' favorite wrestler, Killian Cross, who I think's trash. I think Killian Cross is absolutely just that under K, as far as I'm concerned. That's how bad he is. Mm-hmm. Just, just finish him off and call him Killian Cross Killer. I don't know. He's trash. The star is is, is the girl. Okay. Scarlet is the star. Scarlet is the star of the show. I wasn't happy with the Finn Balor match. I acted a fool when I had a chance to see NXT. I was up front row with my daughter. I'm banging on the glass like an idiot because. Two people I pay my money to go see other than Floyd Money Mayweather, but in the wrestling business. That's Roman Reigns, and that's Finn Balor. I didn't pay to go see Finn Balor because NXT is for me living down here in Florida, but I still would have paid to go see him. So I was kind of in a marketish mood, and I was disappointed in the match. Um, uh, just frankly, it, I think I heard on one of you guys show, uh, it looked like he kind of melded in a little bit, Finn did, uh, knowing he's on his way out. Probably all rumors have it. He's going up for the main roster. I personally think if that is happening, because I believe in hashtag death to dirt sheets, I can right now inform an affirmative smart opinion and put it out there on print and say it's going to stick because that's wrestling fans. Y'all are smart marks. It just sounds intelligent. You'll bite. So, um, but if, if he happens to go up, okay, whoop did he freaking do? Where's he going to go? He's not going to go to SmackDown because that's going to put him back in the same problem he was in before, and that's him going against the bigger guys. Roman's not losing that belt to Finn Balor. That's not going to happen. Um, and a kind of championship's already crowded in SmackDown. The perfect place for him, in my opinion, would be to, for him to go to Monday Night Raw. Um, he has a lot of good matches there he can, he can put back on, and I would personally like to see that. Your thoughts on that, Evil Dose? A lot there. Wow, a lot to unpack. Uh, first of all, I love seeing the, the switch in dynamic to be the power dynamic really clear. Raquel is now the boss of Dakota, so that was excellent. I do like Karrion Cross. I'm not touching the three Ks thing. Um, I just think he's horrible in the ring. I, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think he sells right. Which to me, wrestling is about selling. This is what makes beautiful Bobby Eaton great. This is what makes Barry Windham great to me. This is what you know makes Dolph Ziggler who he is because he can sell very well. He doesn't sell a damn thing. Man, I get now backstage maybe telling him not to, but you got to sell somewhat. He's 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 not. He doesn't sell. And then I, and I think he's very very stiff. Uh, he's stiff, and, and I think that that's his character is that when you hit him, he gets angry, he doesn't get hurt. But, um, oh, I do the, think the other, the other Hulk Hogan uh gimmick, I get it. 
Yeah, could be. Um, I think that Finn probably is going to SmackDown, not because he wants to and not because he's going to occupy a better spot, but because they have no faces there. I mean, the turned edge heel, Daniel Bryan, his situation is up in the air. Who's Edge? Who's Edge? You talking about smash him, stack him, pin him? We ain't seen him since. Where is the legend? Where is the Hall of Famer? (laughs) Yeah, he'll be back. Don't worry. Um, Like, who are their other faces? They just brought Alistair back, heel. Big E is involved in feuds with everyone. Kevin mm-hmm. Owens is involved with feuds with everyone. Nakamura is, in view, is now a face and is in, in a feud with Baron Corbin. So they need somebody. And, and yes, he's not beating Roman Reigns, but so what? Jungle Boy is not beating that Kenny Omega either. You know, Christian wasn't going to be Kenny Omega. So True. They, need, they, True. They, need, they need somebody, you know, in these sort of uh, doldrum days until they f- they figure out their next move. And if they if they move your guy carrying cross up to SmackDown and forced him as a face. They're just repeating the first five year problem that they did with Roman Reigns. He's not a natural face. So, um, so that's what I think with that. But I thought NXT was actually a very enjoyable, very digestible show. And I love everything about Zia Lee and thank God she's back. And mm-hmm. I love that Mercedes Martinez had the mark of, you know, the target mark on her hand. I don't care if other people don't like it. I do like the supernatural. I'm all about it as long as it's uh-huh. in the wrestling ring. Yes. Except for the freaking zombies during, during, yes. uh, yeah, was, to sell a yeah. ticket movie, whatever. It didn't work. My kids that loved it, wet. but no, you that was what definitely they trash. What they, you probably heard this, me say this, sorry, but they have a guy named Bad Bunny who could probably have done a remake of Thriller. Anything and then you could have had the zombies do the, the yeah. thriller dance there, sold yeah. the thing. It would have been less ridiculous. And, you know, good luck, that, good, good luck getting that copyright, though, for thriller. No, no, he could he could license it. He could you know, they could strike a deal. No, they, they, do sell, they, they, do all sell, the they do sell Michael Jackson's assets off after they told him not to. So, yeah, I'm no, quite sure they're licensed. Sure they <laughs> share the royalties. Jackson yeah. family still gets cut in. And yeah. an international market in Espanol. Anyway, boys, they could have done something with the zombies that wasn't stupid, sold the movie better. We have musical numbers in wrestling, including WrestleMania. So um, just a thought. Listen, this is just my thought. I'm not a professional. Of I'm just evil. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with most no. everything you said. By I, the way, I, I, though, I, I liked it, uh, NXT. I just wasn't happy with the main event. Okay. And yeah, I will say, if, if you, I'm not sure you watched it live because I tried to watch it on NXT when I got on oh, NXT on uh, Hulu when I got home and it wasn't the same. So the part where Killian Cross flips off the crowd, he flipped off my daughter and another little girl that she friend that she found that day with. And the crowd went, he got nuclear heat from that. Like he really like when you saw him flip off, he flipped off two little girls. And it was hilarious. It was it was he's supposed to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? So for that, I was impressed with his knowledge of how to sell something. And that um, so NXT was good to me. NXT is always a good show. But the better show to me from a sports entertainment perspective is why I fell in love with professional wrestling in the first place. Smackdown, as always, the promo itself between the Street Profits and the Usos was beyond fucking great. And, 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 and it's weird that tag team promos are only good with like Usos, New Day, and Street Profits lately. And I'm a fan of old the Dirty Dogs in their promos in the ring too, because to me, mm-hmm. Dolph's still Dolph. But you don't get them very often. You get Sensuke and the Bar and those, you know, those other tag teams. They don't really. Just was very, very good on so many levels. The the way that Roman, Roman never wrestles, and he's still that, that's another reason why he's the greatest wrestler in the world. He doesn't even wrestle. Okay, mm-hmm. he just talks and sits back and whispers. And half the stuff he's whispering, I actually have to put on my subtitles to fucking hear what he's saying because <laughs> I don't know what he's saying sometimes when he's whispering. But I love that he said. Oh, this is what you want to do? You you, mm-hmm. you you going back to tag team? You was with me. You was main event. And you're now opening you're the show now. You want to go back to opening the show? So I, I I personally think he turns on him, but I hope not. In in the words of Dice, who's not here, who, who's out this week, he's he's uh, he's a new dad. So um, whatever happens in his storyline, I don't think we're going to be disappointed. So that's just how it is, right there. But I, I love SmackDown. I love. Great oversell from Kevin Hum, Kevin Owens <laughs> with the Nigerian yeah, with the, like like Nigerian I, thought, nails. Like, I thought like maybe he actually did hit him <laughs> because he was coughing that bad. Like I thought, damn, he really messed up Kevin Owens. But like overall, even with Sinsuke and uh Bogues, Boogs is the worst name in wrestling history. That is I'm the worst. You. This guy is felt before he got a chance to start Evil Dolls. I, I am sorry. All of the, I, I want to hate this. It's so 80s. It's so cheesy. It's just Electric Elias. 
but I hated that that face Nakamura stole the crown from from Corbin. It was the same thing they did last week, the like four days earlier with Ricochet. It's the same thing that the the Bucks were doing with uh, well Moxley and Kingston were doing. I, somehow I like it. Somehow I think the whole thing is funny. I, I I don't know. So somehow I'm enjoying it. I agree with you with the overselling and the Nigerian spike, but he is a very large man. So hey, um, but he that Uso Street Profits was a phenomenal match. The thing I dread about this is I really don't want to see Jimmy versus Roman because we already saw Jay versus Roman, and I know they're different people. But seriously, the WWE prolongs their feuds too long, and even though they're different people, they're identical twins, so it feels very much like a rerun, and it's mm-hmm. going to be a rerun that's too long. See, and we had that earlier too, um, and one of the chats about the matches that go too long and they rematch. They would somebody I think um, uh, Mad Dog put. Um, they rematch too many times. And I always go back personally. This is I, I personally don't like that because I'm an old school wrestling fan that I know for a fact I've seen Sting versus Ric Flair 200 times in one year. Sure. Ric Flair versus, you know, insert whoever. And back in that day, that's just a god. And 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 but I, I still get it. They do do it too much. Yeah. And in this one, maybe you're right. Um sh- uh, uh, shout out to uh Faze. I'm gonna put that comment back up there, uh Manzo. Uh, with the Jungle Boy reference and, and the crowd being back and everything like that. What makes that great? That's good if I'm in my local gym. How does that push the needle because the crowd back? The crowd in AEW will get behind any damn thing. Yeah, he's okay. Right. It's a it's a it's a WrestleMania kind of crowd, meaning if you've been to WrestleMania, most fans at WrestleMania crowds aren't WWE fans, they're just wrestling fans who just want to go somewhere and have a party. So that's a little unfair and 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 and, uh, and not really unfair but that's a, that's that's pushing the that's pushing the the narrative towards your way because the crowd's going to cheer anybody at AEW doesn't matter okay but you, what what does matter is it's someone believable to do it that's like saying with all due respect somebody out here watching right now who know they're only 115 pounds soaking wet can't fight I'm being honest I'm not calling anybody out you know who you are who can't fight, never had any friends that got in the wrestling room and said, I'm going to be world champion. Everybody can't be Mick Foley, guys. Great A&E biography, by the way. But everybody can't be Mick Foley. Okay? And that's the problem with pro wrestling. It's when they everybody's WWE made the problem by stop calling them what they were. And I know people don't like this in the business, but if Feb is dead, I'm going to keep it real. Jobbers and enhancement talent is for a reason. The problem started when they called everybody superstars. Because everybody's not a superstar, okay? They're there to do a job, point blank and simple, and the job is to lose to the better guy. That's wrestling. Don't get mad at me. That's a little history lesson that I gave you for free, okay? Um, shout out to Dice Man checking in. AEW is nothing short of a uh, was nothing short of great. They got it all right. Well, maybe if you was here to argue that point, but since you're like a new dad and whatnot, and Little baby Thanos took over the show today. Technically, he snapped your ass away. I can't argue with you on that one. I gave it a four out of five. I don't think they got everything right because they got bingo hall mentality things. But moving on into tonight, into Raw, um, I did have a thing I had. It had Raw matches that was out tonight. I had it, and now I've lost it about the matches that are going to be on Raw tonight. It's like, um, so now we have, uh, McIntyre against Kofi. There it is. Come on, bring it. So we know that one. That's the main event or with Bobby, Bobby Lassie banned from ringside. Um, it's a new announcer on Raw tonight. Yeah. Former really. UFC announcer. So maybe now when I'm watching the 76ers play and wrestling at the same time, I might go, oh, shit. I heard it because the last three weeks, I didn't know wrestling was on. Because he was, he, he was pouring me to sleep. Okay. Um, I think this is a tag match also. Isn't there a pretty big tag match on tonight? I'm going to find it right now because I had it. Um, and I also know that it's Orton's taking on uh, uh, Xavier. Yeah, of course he is. And then it's a tag team match with uh, Almost and uh, AJ Styles, the phenomenal mm-hmm. AJ Styles. By the way, they they faked me with a, as a belt king. They faked me out this morning. Y'all see the belts behind me and my crew. T-shirts coming mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. Um, Instagram W Network, 9 o'clock on Monday morning. We're going to have these new tag team titles, you know, the old score throwback ones. Listen, people, about 13, 17 years ago, I started this Belt King thing. It is. Go back to SmackDown. John Cena came over after the show with U.S. Spinner. JBL's 10-month anniversary celebrating the title inside the 619 can. 
But y'all got more belts than me now. It's what it is. I got wife and kids and other things. Y'all, I started this shit and y'all just boom to the moon with it. Okay. But damn it, man. <laughs> damn it, man. Damn it to hell. If you pay $400 for that belt, you don't listen to Belt Kings. Okay. Because you can get that belt cheaper than $400 <laughs> with the F. Okay, that belt didn't even have the F on it. And I love that tag team title, the Hart Foundation. The British Bulldogs was my favorite WWE tag team growing up as a kid. That was my tag team. Them and the Steiner brothers were my favorite all two tag teams of all time. Okay, and I still wouldn't buy that belt for 400 bucks. Wait a couple months. I guarantee to be $300. Give it a couple months. Um, with that being said, um, what else we got over here? King Vaughn, Kofi uh, over Braveheart, Drew McIntyre. Um, but tonight on Raw... Hopefully we don't go to sleep, Evo Dolls. I'm gonna be like I said. I'm gonna be watching the uh, Sixers and wrestling at the same time. Um, they practice are ridiculous for the signature belts, also there, King Vaughn. Um, but when it comes to Raw, I just hope they don't they don't put me to sleep because last week's Raw. I'm not sure if this was something that happened, the personal issues that did happen with Alexa Bliss, right? Because that just didn't seem right. Like when it went off, I looked and said it's eleven o'clock. And the fire went off on the stage, and um, Shayna Baszler walked. And it just went off abruptly. And I think maybe something should have happened. We all know that um, Alexa Bliss lost her pet pig, Stevie. So she, she was really down and out. So I don't know what happened. But hopefully, and that's all I can say about wrestling. Because right now, AW Raw is the worst wrestling show on television right now. Let's just be frankly honest. It just it, it is. It's, it's not better than AEW. It's not better than Impact at this point. Well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay. All right. It, it just isn't. It, and I, I've watched Impact the last two weeks. Raw's not been better. Raw has been, and it's the iconic show of all iconic shows is Monday Night Raw, and it's consistently continuing to drop the ball. And with playoffs on the night, they better be careful. They might lose even more and more ratings. Um, real fast, before we get out of here, um, I see that he's finally called into the program. I want to get his opinion because he's always indifferent on these things. Uh, my kicks are my fix. The belt emperor himself, nephew Corey, I know you saw AEW, Corey. How you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? I'm all right, man. Um, was just about to wrap up, but I love having indifference opinions. Can you give us a quick synopsis of your opinion about last night's AEW Double or Nothing? I uh, give it a four out of five, by the way. Yeah, I thought it was very, very well done. I did watch it last night. The only thing I thought is I thought it maybe ran as as minute as it is, it maybe ran maybe 30 minutes or so too long. I thought an hour too long. Yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> it, it went three hours. They still could have got everything in that they wanted to. But other than that, uh, it ran top to bottom. Um, I'm a shade bit worried about uh, so many false finishes, but that's kind of their MO right now. So mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. But, I mean, they may want to let the finishers be finishers, you know, every once in a while. But I'm neither here nor there. But other than that, I thought it was an excellent pay-per-view. Now, I, I, as always, you know, I would say something critical and, and controversial that people don't agree with. And one of those things is I'm not happy that they let Jungle Boy, a.k.a. Luke Perry, may rest in peace, Dylan McKay's son, that's what I call him, um, yeah. win the match last night. And it's not about, to me, putting the younger guys over to me. It's about having the next big thing. That's supposed to be, to me, that match, to me, how it's been built is that next guy. And I don't think Jungle Boy's believe will be that next guy. To me, he reminds me of a Zach Gowan with two legs. I just don't see him being successful, especially going for a world title. Am I am I wrong for that? You, I mean, you're not wrong for your opinion, but I will right. say that I don't think this this battle royal has ever been meant to be that propel somebody to the championship picture as far as actually winning it on a major show. You notice this is on a dynamite in two weeks. So oh, right. It, it, you know, letting Jungle Boy win, I'm fine with that. Give him the rub for that, that he can win a big match. He may not win the championship, but I'm okay with him being that guy because that way it prolongs you a little bit further that if Adam Page is really your guy you're going to put it on, you get a little bit more time to let him get a little bit more steam, and then, boom, all of a sudden you've got him and Kim. So, Last thing I will ask you, Corey, mm -hmm. and, and, and that's in a little bit what you just touched on there, and it's the Jungle Boy thing. So, is this – I feel that AEW's biggest problem is they have this bingo hall mentality to still get over things that got that gets over in lesser promotions. That they try to bring – you know what I'm talking about when I say your local promotions, right? Your your MLWs, your MCWs, your ECWAs, you know, your, your homegrown still, you know, I hate to use the term bingo hall things, but indie antics, you know, like little things like – what's the thing they got over a couple years ago? The guy who's, the, remember the guy who was grabbing his Johnson – 
and everybody oh, thought that was yeah. right. Majority but that's Ryan. Ryan. majority Ryan, but yeah. that's stuff that fans thought was I, I always thought that was dumb. And, and but it gets over with certain fan bases. Do you feel that that AEW can continue these kind of antics and still be next level? Because I don't. Uh, th they can to an extent. I think there has to be more of the serious type matches or the matches that uh, with the serious storylines. I mean, all of them are, are relatively serious storylines, but there are. I won't go as far as saying they're completely indie mentality, but sometimes there are a bit of shades of. Uh, a bit of hokiness, like I said, with the false finish. There's so many false finishes sometimes in a match. One that stuck out in particular to me was uh, Britt Baker and Sheeta last night. Mm -hmm. Britt Baker hit Sheeta, Hikaru Sheeta, with a curb stomp on the belt, and she kicked out. I was like, that it wasn't over after that. And I really was like, yeah, I really was like, okay. I, I get the excitement of the false finish, especially first time with like a major crowd back. But I was like, come on, some stuff has to end the match. So... If they get over that hump, I think they'll be fine. All right. Now, last thing, guys, and I just got this in, and I, and I uploaded it a while ago, but I, I, got, I didn't show it, and I didn't talk about it, so I wanted to get proof. Um, I don't ever – you know I don't do this stuff, Corey. We, we know people to be know, and that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. I have now have proof that they should be announcing that Cardi B will be hosting SummerSlam. <laughs> and I want to ask – We talk, I just talked about pushing mm -hmm. the, the envelope. They get guys like Bad Bunny. <laughs> they get girls like Cardi B. Mm -hmm. This is how you come out with a pay-per-view with a star. And I don't even like Cardi B. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. I, I'm not even a fan okay. of Cardi B. But I know what people, <laughs> I know how people. W-A-P. Yeah, look at, you see, that's, the, look, Andy's got a Dunder Mifflin shirt on. Like, you right. can't go wrong with that. Like, come on. <laughs> well, guys, listen, we're going to get out of here. Corey, thank you. Bell Kings is coming back soon. You see, Corey, yes. I'm in the studio. Yes, we're coming back yes. soon. Bell Kings, new belts coming out. I'm even going. I got a belt coming. I'm going to wait for him now. I thought something's going to come at the door. She don't know what it is yet till it pops at the door. See, I can't be like some of you guys. You got belts on belts on top of belts. Okay. <laughs> I got to sneak it these days. And like we talk about on Bell Kings, we got to bring it upon you slow. You got payment plans and things like that you can use. You ain't got to go spend mm -hmm. $400 for a new tag team belt. That's ridiculous for that belt. Corey, the new belt that came out today, the, the, the throwback hard foundation tag team mm -hmm. belt. You like that price? So, it, yeah, I like it for the 400 is what it should be. Um, it's it's interesting they went with that one and they they advertise it as such that it's that it's the, the classic tag title which a lot of people may or may not realize that particular dual plated championship was mm -hmm. only in use for about two years. They only used it from about eighty eight to ninety because the only, people, the, the only people that really had it were Strike Force, Demolition, and the Heart Foundation. I'm not even the Heart Foundation. I think it was Strike. I'm sorry, Strike Force, Demolition. Colossal Connection, uh, Brain Busters. They were the only ones with the dual plate because they switched back to the all gold when the hearts got it in, in 90. So there weren't that many. It was only around for a little bit. That dual plate, it was not around very long. And for those who don't know, that's why they call him the wizard. Matthew <laughs> Corey. Uh, Corey, your, your thing is there. My kicks are my fix, guys. Make sure you follow him on Instagram and Twitter. His belt game, his chalk line game is, is unmatched, in my opinion. It, we got I'm goats out there. To me, he's the most humble person I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> he's a he's a goat, okay? I'm sorry. I See them belts we all got back there together? He probably got them all by himself. Uh, Evil Dose, are you guys on the night after all? We are on tonight, so I better not fall asleep. He better not fall asleep yeah. after all tonight, guys. And <laughs> that's that's, I'm watching my 76ers beat his uh Washington, his Washington bullets, whatever they call themselves these days. With the that's, wizards, relax. The wizards, I, know. I still <laughs> I missed that name. It was so gangster. But listen, guys, do me a favor. Happy Memorial Day. All right, hold on. Gotta do it. <laughs> respect. Got my daddy flag. All right. Got my father's flag here. So listen, guys. Uh, as, as mm -hmm. pro-black as I can be, <laughs> I still love this country, nevertheless, okay? So listen, mm -hmm. do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love me some me and don't love God. And know that Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler <laughs> of all the times. We out of here, y'all. Everybody's got to fly. Everybody's going to pay. There's a million-dollar man. Always in his way. Million dollar man. Million, million dollar man.
Yeah. It's like the illest posse cup right here, man. Sean Watts on the track. Zeus. Don one. Woo boy. Quinn. The gift. And yours truly. Fred. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow Fred DiBiase got the power in the dough If it's a problem, let me know or I suggest you let it go Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your door Oh man, please don't make me hurt you Disrespect the boss, ain't treat it like Virgil Cause when I write raps, it's beyond your price tag He's a waste of me